0: number two or 1.75 coverage of the 2023 Pan Am games from Santiago Chile and uh, we are here to talk all about Basque Pelota which has started except I don't think any of us have the ability to watch it thank you very much PanAmSports.org thank you very much CBC thank you very much I I can't even thank YouTube at this point for somebody taking a video from the stands because it's the invisible sport and I'm already upset about it, and it's probably gonna be half of what I talk about today, even though I didn't watch anything, Uh, but I'm not gonna be alone because Bass Pelota's number one fan from Sydney is here, which is, of course, Jared Lubick.
1: Thank you, um, I'm just upset for the next generation, you know? How are you meant to get kids into this sport if no one can see it? It's not fair.
0: Exactly. Oh, think about the children and uh, somebody who we're not allowed to mention oh. children in the same sentence. As So let's segue into anything else. Uh, also from Sydney,
2: uh, Ben Waterworth. Thank you, Colin Hilding. I am excited and I do think of the children when it comes to Basque Palovo. Don't, don't. But, but I also want to take this moment to think of the children in Suriname. Because the drought is broken, everybody. (laughs) Get excited. After 24 long years, Suriname are back on the medal tally at the Pan Am Games. What a week it is to be alive. And this one won't get taken away for caffeine. We'll get to that a little bit (laughs) later, probably. Caffeine, wow. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) There's a fun story to tell you about Suriname's stripped gold medal at the 2003 Pan Am Games. I did my research this week. New banned substances
0: this week. Coffee, Pepsi, Coke. Uh, well, Coke, I guess in one form was always banned. Nuggets. <laughs> Nine's okay, just not ten. If you can somehow acquire nine underground, black market. Uh, but uh, we will, of course, be joined by Rossi at some point, whenever Rocky. he actually Rocky. Uh, Rossi couldn't make it. Rocky will hopefully, at whatever point he can actually click on the link while he drives to work. Uh, but what an eventful week. It actually was an eventful week. I mean, I, I was able to watch way more this week than I was last week, uh, which was partly due to the fact that I was out with an injury and basically lying in bed half the time.
2: Out with an injury? Uh, but, what did you do?
0: Oh, I something messed up in my back. You were there when I recorded the first episode. Oh, I forget, well,
2: I forget about you a week <laughs> ago. But look at me moving now. Uh, I can move again. <laughs> Jamie, the <laughs> chiropractor, did <can> you go... <laughs> Back into yeah. gear. Oh, or? I'll
0: fix that, Colin. Come here, <laughs> you last she
2: ever gets to touch you.
0: I'm injured. I'll help. Uh, I'm gonna start with Jared, because I don't know whether you've had the ability to watch anything this week. Um Basque Peloto or Else. Uh, so have you been able to watch Else this week?
1: I've seen bits and pieces of a few things. Um I'm sure we'll bag out Pan Am Sports channel more as we go along. <laughs> but um, you know, the highlight for me this week, the men's tennis like the doubles final highlight in that it was amazing um chile was in the finals so like the crowd like this stadium was packed and the crowd was going off and they lost which sucked but it just was such a good moment to watch tennis how it should be watched and it made me upset about the new davis cup format and how that's been ruined but this was like classic like basically home tie davis cup cheer every mistake by the the brazilians like no like impartial crowd here all in on the chileans it was just so much fun to watch um the commentary was in spanish and i had the subtitles on and the commentator was bagging out some chubby brazilian guy in the crowd who was (laughs) apparently putting off the chilean players wow Uh, so it was just uh, it was just great fun to watch Uh, And then outside of that, I've been watching a fair bit of basically all team sports. So the handball, which has been like, I'm a convert. It's great. Um, We need to see more of it. Uh, The field hockey, trying to get a couple of tips here and there. It's not working so well, but
0: um, that's been fun to watch as well. Um, uh, Tennis, I'm actually uh, curious. I mean, I I don't know if I've ever bothered to watch tennis at the Pan Am games before. Uh, Are they playing on a sand court from what I'm seeing? It's definitely Clay. Um, the quality of the clay, I don't know, questionable
1: potentially. Um, it's just fun to seeing players who I've never heard of, uh, which I suppose speaks to the caliber oh. of, the a- of the athletes that they're getting here in, in the tennis.
2: You've not heard of Gustavo Haiti and Marcello de Molinina? They're my favourite oh, Brazilian you doubles pairing of all time. I
1: see it. Just missed out on the Paris uh, Masters 1000 that's currently on at the same time. So, I mean... Toss up what you would rather play for.
2: The great Fasundo Diaz Acosta from Argentina taking the goal. Thoroughly deserved. And don't get me started on Laura Pagosi of Brazil winning the women's singles. I mean, (laughs) when I think of Pan Am tennis, that's who I think of.
0: Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) But I am excited to talk about all the Chilean representation from this past week in so many sports. But uh, uh, Ben... You've had a house guest most of the week so I'm guessing you haven't watched much. You also are a good host. We should tell that in case anybody is looking for somebody to home them while they're in Sydney. Uh reach out to Ben Waterworth at whatever uh, his website is or uh, <laughs> ben benwaterworth.com. Ben Waterworth.com. <laughs> He's now hosting uh refugees from Korea uh and multiple other countries, but have you had a chance to actually watch anything this week or is it all just just Waiting for stuff to stream on PanamSportsChannel.org.
2: I think I've been waiting the entire week, waiting for my page to load. I mean, it has been difficult being an entertainer. Like, I, I'm not somebody who I don't have friends. Jared never wants to meet up with me. We've, we've established that, and you know, generally, it's, it's it's you know, I'm I'm alone basically 51 weeks of the year. And the one week that I'm not alone, it's this week apparently during the Pan Ams. I managed to uh, get it working last night to watch a bit of the athletics but it was pissing down with rain. Uh, So there wasn't really much going on when it came to the athletics. Saw a bit of the highlights of the equestrian. I saw Canada win a medal. I was a bit excited about that. Saw a bit of the basketball. And I want to say I saw a bit of the, uh, the soccer slash football, which considering we are in the land of soccer, like you you think of passionate fans, you think of South America, right? I was at the women's world cup. I experienced all the crazy Colombian fans that were there. I mean, they were epic. They were fantastic. Can somebody tell them in Chile that there's an event on? Because every game I've watched, there's no one there. I mean, this is I a, know there's literally empty stands. and put them in the biggest stadiums, and I was watching. I think it was Uruguay versus Ecuador, or was it Colombia? There, there was nobody there. I'm like, what the hell's going on, Chile? This is your sport. Yeah, one of my
0: uh, first notes I made of talking points was the lack of crowds in soccer, which I mean, biggest sport in the world, you would think right region I know mean, it's not Brazil it's not Argentina but it's close enough and you got a lot of people who are traveling to see these games the only one I saw that had even close to a crowd uh was when Chile was playing for both the men and women's but what's interesting is you know you in, in the stadium you've got the uh the, the cheap seats which are right behind, behind the goals and that's where everybody's sitting so those fans even who are coming out to support Chile in soccer are only willing to pay for what the five dollar seats <laughs> worst spot in the house Uh, It's crazy to see the lack of crowds because I swear at some of these events like surfing, which is probably a free event. I mean, we've all had the opportunity to see some of these sports before some of these multi-sport events. You have events which are like it's free because there's no way to actually have seats sold for something like this. And to me, this looks like the surfing or skateboarding probably would have bigger crowds than soccer. What is going on with soccer? And meanwhile, Chile is killing it in soccer, both men's and women's. And they can even barely pull crowds for
2: their own home team. They need some chubby Brazilian people there, apparently. Where's all the chubby Brazilians? Which, I mean, I love what you're saying, Jared, though, about those crowds, because this is one thing I've always admired about South American sports fans. It it doesn't matter what the sport, and they're so one-eyed, passionate, and not on a level that it's obnoxious. Like, I'm looking at you, Perth, if you're listening in Australia right now. You have the most obnoxious, annoying sporting crowds in all of Australia. Shut up. Seriously. On that note, we have Perth on the line right now. ah, uh, Just joining ah, us. (laughs) They're asleep. No one's one's there. If you're in America, it's Boston. Like, I mean, just just calm down, Boston. Canada, what is it? Probably Montreal? I don't know. Like, Mm. obnoxious sports fans. I get you're passionate about your teams, but there's a level of obnoxious about it. South Americans don't give a shit. They're just like, you suck. You're a chubby Brazilian guy. (laughs) Boo you. We're the best. But then, like, after the game, they're still just, like, partying and having fun. Like, I went to the Columbia-Germany game of the Women's World Cup. Like, they were booing the Germans for just breathing oxygen. They were like, boo, you're German. <laughs> you suck. But then after the game, all the Colombians, like, looked at me because they won. And they're like, hey, well done. Sorry you lost, but let's go have a Colombian beer. Like, that was what Perth fans had punch in their head because they're idiots. So that's what I respect about south american sports fans and i really want to find this footage of the fat chubby brazilian guy at the tennis i feel sorry <laughs> for him
0: see if you can find it for us jared um yeah i mean I- i'm seeing other sports big crowds that are starting to turn out but it's the same thing that i noticed last week where if i'm watching during the daytime hours it's very scattered and then you can see in like beach volleyball or basketball as it gets closer and closer to like four five six o'clock the crowds just get bigger and bigger so i don't know it's probably one of these things where you just pay for uh one admission and you get in to watch it for the entire night but like the cr- the crowds are getting quite big at night and even in athletics I, I was really surprised at how many people stuck around through the rain uh and of course the events just continued on and you know by the time it got to the end of the night and they were doing like the 400 meter finals like Nobody seemed to care that it was pouring rain. Uh, those people couldn't be found at soccer. Um, I, I wonder if they're at Bass Pelota. We got to start doing a count of the Bass Pelota crowds once we can actually see it. Where is it? Like, what? What is the deal? Oh, this is so frustrating. I'm, I, I'm, I'm expecting that. Okay, CBC, you're not going to have it on the number one feed. So we have four feeds for CBC, which you've probably seen now, Ben. Uh, feed number one, feed two, three, four, and they should all be airing different sports as long as there's different sports going on. And over the last couple of days, I'm noticing a lot of doubling up. Feed one and feed two are both showing athletics at the same time, or they're both showing handball at the same time. Now, if you have a feed and you're just doubling up, just throw on basketball. I don't care. You know, just give me a separate feed. So then I'm trying to look on this Pan Am Sports and they even have it sectioned off with all the different sports. Can't even find Basculota on there. So I'm resorting to, let me find YouTube, see if anybody has it. I find one account, which is one of these, you can live stream it here by clicking the link in our bio. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Only to see that that same account has basically been suspended 24 hours later. I'm not even finding, like, is there a Facebook page where there's Basculota fans in Chile who are posting nothing? There is literally nothing. Not even still images, but the results are online.
2: I I, I think this is bullshit. I don't think Basculota exists I think this is just like <laughs> the Yeti of sport. They're just like, yeah. oh, we've got this sport at the Pan Am Games. And then, like, you can't watch it because I can't find anything of it. I can tell you that Itel Reyes of Mexico beat Maria Araya 2-0 in the women's front ball Group A match. It started 11 o'clock Australian time the other night. But, like, that, I mean, that's not a real score in a racket sport, 2 nothing. <laughs> Like, I mean, is that meant to be a That's set a score of everything? Is that like everything? Like, I mean, if that was a soccer match two nothing, fine. If that was a, a handball match, very low scoring, but fine. Like tennis, like Jared, if you're tuning in to watch the great Argentinians battle with the Dominican Republics in the the Pan Am games, are you going to want to see a score of two nothing? No, you want to see two sets to nothing, but like, yeah. what is this two? Like, what do you sit in a court? This sport doesn't exist. I'm telling you now it's a It's lie. Jared-
0: you're, you're 100% right. This is basically going to be by 2027. They're like, oh, we know that you said there was Bass Pelota, but all I've seen is like a blurry photo online. It looks like a guy in costume. You know, th- this is not a real thing. I want some some solid proof. We're going to have like Mythbusters out there doing an entire special dedicated to it. It's like we are here to prove whether Bass Pelota actually exists. Uh, I just want to see that. I want to see five seconds of bass Pelota at the Pan Am Games. Anything. Jared you you're also struggling to find content on this can you can you point us towards anything you know from from your 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 underground community of basketball followers
1: It's just nothing and like PNM sports channel like they're showing everything yeah like triathlon water polo wrestling fencing volleyball field hockey basketball canoe sprint triathlon all coming up but basketball no nah, i i just don't know what's what have they done to the organizing committee like, someone, someone from, from uh, Bus Pelota has really offended the organizing committee and they've just, like, completely blackballed them.
2: And I really yeah. want to point out just the names of the events, which I know we touched on a couple of weeks ago, but let's just reiterate how fake these are now that we really think about it. <laughs> doubles Trinquet Rubber Ball, Individual Fronton Rubber Ball, Doubles Frontennis, and Front Ball. Fake. That, 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 that doesn't <laughs> sound real. Like, that's just... Some person's gone, oh, let's add Like maybe there's a quota that a Pan Am organizing committee is like, you must have 35 sports. And it's like, fuck, we've got 34. Uh, Basque Pelota sounds like a real sport. Yep. We'll just shove it in like an exhibition hall in the back and just put some people in there. And, oh, well, the technical difficulties for 16 days of the games. Awkward. Show more athletics. Like I'm worried that artistic roller skating isn't a real thing. If this doesn't exist in the coming days, that we've got left of these sports. I'm going to cry big, heavy tears.
0: Yeah, and Jerry, you're right when you said this is like, it's for the children. Like, <laughs> think about the children because you're bringing in new sports. You want to get exposure and you give it no exposure. Like, give it a, a recap. I watch those CBC recaps. Uh, which they basically are dedicating two of them. They're like, they have one in the middle of the day and then they have one at the end of the day and it's like 20, 25 minutes each. I'm like, okay, all you need to do is just throw it and results in Basque Pelota. Uh, the front ball was extraordinary and show me like one clip, but we get nothing out of it.
2: Uh, it, it doesn't, like, I'm telling you now, it's it. sorry right, I'm listening, but it's like, remember last week when we tried to find a Canadian Basque Pelota Association didn't exist? I've typed in Basque yeah. Pelota Australia. Doesn't exist. This sport doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm telling you now, oh. this is a fake sport. Well,
0: I- I'm holding out hope at the very least that synchronized trampoline we can get anything on because of of all these sports, even the, the roller skating one, well that would be great. I can't find anything about that, but uh, synchronized trampoline might be our one hope at this point. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find something on Basque by the end of this. Please year, but, do uh,
2: if you're listening to uh, us and you're a Basque <laughs> fan. Um, and hopefully not in Perth, but like, just let us know your fake sport. We'd love to play it. Uh, well, Jared, uh, we I think we
0: just have to, we have to make it our goal to have a pelota athlete on here and they can point us towards where you can actually find yeah, we'll, this. Uh,
2: we'll just, we'll just get Kevin from the street. G'day. I'm Kevin. <laughs> do you play basketball? Yes. How do you do it? I don't know. I've never done it properly. The end.
0: I am going to give some very real commentary here of basque pelota. Uh, which comes courtesy of AI Story Generator. <laughs> uh, so, Wow. Uh, That's what we're stood so, to on this show.
3: We're asking going Basque
0: bas- bas- AI. results from the Pan Am Games 2023. So we get, it was a momentous occasion, one that would be remembered for years to come. Uh, the Pan Am Games had to come to Madrid in 2023. Madrid is holding the Pan Am Games. The esteemed the Latin bas-
2: American country in the Pan American region of Madrid, Spain. See,
0: it's not just Bas Pelota that's imaginary. I mean, apparently, the entire country of Chile is imaginary because it's actually in Madrid. Uh, the Bas Pelota event was the highlight of the day. So, show it on the highlights. Uh, the competition was fierce, with teams from all over the world vying for the gold medal. Every point was fought for with intensity, and the spectators were on the edge of their seats in anticipation. Show us the spectators anything. Uh, when the dust settled, it was the Spanish team that emerged victorious. Oh. The Spanish team at the Pan Am Games stealing our Pan American medals. Led by the veteran Juan Perez, he had done it, winning a gold medal in Baselota at the Pan Am Games. The Spanish team joyously celebrated their win, and the crowd cheered in appreciation. For Juan, it was a momentous achievement, and when he received his gold medal, the crowd erupted in thunderous applause. Juan was the hero, and his team had brought glory to their country. The basketball results from the Pan Am Games 2023 would be remembered for years to come. Uh, that's why we can't find it. It's it's the wrong Pan Am
2: Games we're watching. We're supposed to be watching the one in Madrid. They've just literally gone the most generic sounding Spanish name. They've just gone the John Smith of <laughs> Spain. Juan Perez won the goal, but for, who did they beat? Who did Spain beat? Like Afghanistan. It doesn't even say. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I think you need to tell. I think you need to tell Chat GPT off. Like, uh, no, I said Pan Am Games, you dickhead.
0: I, if we could get like a picture, an AI-generated picture of the Bas Pelota results of Juan Perez and Madrid winning this, that would be amazing. Uh, moving on from Bas Pelota, I mean, some of the other stuff that I watched this week, uh, I was hoping Rossi, Rocky Rossi would be on here by now so we could talk about all our racquetball back and forth. Um, <clears throat> not that we are playing racquetball, but watching it. Oh, um, watch I, I have been, I have been trying to watch some of the field hockey. Uh, still, I'm like it's weird because there's no skates. I don't quite understand this. They're spraying down the court. Does everybody just want to play wet? Well, whatever you want to call it. Again, like it should it's be a, a rink feel, <laughs> a a Sorry, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> court hockey. hockey. <laughs> no court hockey. <laughs> so, so, can somebody explain why you sprayed it? Because you guys have probably played this, right? I know Ben, you said you played it. You
2: were you were the goalie. I, I was. Jared plays it still to this day. It's because uh, it's artificial turf. And by, by watering it, it kind of helps uh, like it's wet so that you, the ball can move on it. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like making it ice. But like, I mean, traditionally field hockey was played on grass and it would be water and a bit, you know, moist and dew. But now it's all artificial turf. So, um, I mean, I don't know about you, Jared. I remember when I used to play summer league, it, the best part of playing summer league was running out in the middle of those sprinklers when it was hot. Those big you know, sprinklers, right? Yeah, when you don't
1: know and then they pop up behind you yeah. and you get drenched is like is like the highlight. <laughs> I think, like, I feel like too
2: it's so when you fall that like the turf burn isn't quite as bad. Mm. Did you ever have so, the ones uh, actually that, um, I know we had one in Hobart that was like dry and covered in sand. So they were like, oh, instead of like water, we'll just keep it sand. And that, like the grazers and shit you got afterwards, yeah, terrible. Oh. I just want them to spray down
0: everything because we, we we saw a very Basque wet Pelota athletics. I, yeah, Basque Pelota. Spray down the clay at the tennis. Like, just have the sprinklers running during water tennis. for the uh, water
2: skiing, not wet enough. Spray it.
0: Exactly. We need a little bit of spray going on. Uh, Rossi is on the line here. Uh, Rossi, we've so far talked about the lack of Basque Pelota coverage anywhere. We read some uh, AI results of <laughs> Basque Pelota. We're talking about field hockey. I mean, you, you want to fill us in on anything you've been able to watch over the past week?
3: Um, sure. I sort of did like a, a wide array of, um, like little bits here and there. I didn't really commit to anything in particular. Um, I will say, even though it was on, I did ignore things like equestrian stuff like that. So,
0: um, Oh, Jared's angry. <laughs> Your supporter on the podcast has turned on yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you may see.
3: Um, uh, it's fine. Sometimes that was the only thing available, and I chose nothing. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, this is true when people look at podcasts, they go, "Oh, off the po- oh no, we'll skip that. Let's go into silence."
3: <laughs> yeah, I just got a little bit of everything. Um, I, it, sometimes when I was really invested, I was messaging you, Colin, saying, yeah. oh, what's going on with this?" Um, a lot of USA versus Canada. Of, a days. Um, you, you took out, uh, one of our like cyclists in the cycling, like with a major <laughs> accident. I
0: Personally, personally, I was out there with a the club behind the knee.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think your team ended up winning, but still, um,
2: it's a Canadian way.
3: Yeah. I- just in general, everything like uh, pretty much almost all the sports. I did not catch basketball. I still
0: have not seen any. No I, one has Rocky. No, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> if we're not not convinced it exists. Uh, we have to talk about racquetball because uh, we, we were both watching um, when uh, we noticed our co-host Ben show up in racquetball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who was that guy? We're, like I, I, I'm
0: gonna have to find it. I'm gonna have to find his name now. So Rossi and I are just messaging as we're watching racquetball, and I'm like. You notice that this guy—I can't even remember what country he was from. It's like—is that Ben on it's the court? Uh, Wasn't he Canadian? Yeah. He was Canadian, yes. Yeah, he was uh, Canada.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. He—he he personally was representing Canada. Uh, his name was Murray. So I'm gonna have to find who this guy. Samuel Murray. Now. Samuel Murray. That's who it was. I won so a silver I, medal. <laughs> you did. Now, I'm watching, and of course, from a distance, it like I'm like, uh, this is like doppelganger here. This is oh, 100% Ben. He's a good-looking guy. I'd be honored to Well, but well, when you see him up close, I'm like, well, oh, that's not quite Ben. <laughs> Way too good-looking. <laughs> but from afar, Ben can pass for a mildly attractive man, apparently. I, I, um, but, I'm, uh, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm honored. Samuel Murray, I think. There if, you go. If I could look like you. Silver medalist at the Pan Am Games in the sport of and a Nice picture of him on Wikipedia <laughs> holding a... Canadian flag? Maybe I maybe I put that on my Tinder profile and all of a sudden I can be like silver medalist at the Pan Am games and <laughs> people in Sydney will be like, woof, Let's go play some Basque pelota together."
0: <laughs> uh, now I I did catch a lot of the beach volleyball and I think this is where my appreciation <laughs> died <Don't> too.
1: Laugh. <laughs>
0: If only we saw Ben in there in one of the bikinis. Oh. Ben, <laughs> you're in the women's beach volleyball. Next week,
2: you know what I'm wearing on this show.
0: <laughs> Please don't. Uh, but uh, beach volleyball, the Chile didn't do that well at all. I think they end up playing. They end up in like eighth place or whatever. Uh, but uh, the the crowd for Chile was just unbelievable. Uh, beach volleyball in general was weird because I don't think that any three sets happened it was always decided within the second set uh which is kind of unfortunate but i mean still the crowds really made it especially for chile and then as every other sport i watch i'm like man chile fans are just insane and like kind of like you said they're they're not the obnoxious chilean fans uh i think the highlight was watching uh the woman's 400 meters last night where i can't remember her name uh it was a chilean runner who won and the, the I think that was probably the biggest eruption I've seen during the entire Pan Am Games so far. So far was just uh, that one Chilean uh, female runner who won the 400 meters, which was crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the wet athletics. I mean, it was at the point you were watching, were they just was that on hold or something?
2: It was just raining. It was just like uh, they there was I think it was uh, they didn't stop. It might have been the 100 meter hurdles. Uh, the 110 hurdles was on, and they just kept. Um, like they were going and then they would stop them and then they would just cut to these long, like, seriously, like every time I watch it, there's just like delays or it's just some bored commentator going, <laughs> and yes, it's raining. <laughs> that is see, water
0: from the sky.
2: The water is making things wet. Is <laughs> um, that or It's in Spanish, uh, which I think I caught some of the, I can't remember what it was, but again, it was not diving, Again, that stopped, but um, it was just... And like, I, I literally am looking here on the website where you can set the language and it's in English, yet they still give me Spanish. And I'm, I'm not a like, I am, I'm a multicultural person. I love to hear commentary in other languages, but I don't know what they're saying. Um, they're, I mean, that's hence why I don't speak the language, but it's very, very interesting. I just found, um, uh, Mr. Murray's Instagram page, by the way. Um, and yeah, this guy's good looking. He's got a nice picture of yeah. him with a hat on, but uh, I wonder if he was at the athletics in the rain, he would have. He would have had Rack a Ball in the Rain. Can you do Rack a Ball in the Rain? You uh, can do anything in the rain now. You follow him <laughs> on Instagram, you creep.
0: I do now. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I found Ben, his real name. It's been an alias all these years.
2: <laughs> oh, look at him go there. He's posted a picture of a saying Bolt. Um, he's got a picture with a woman awkwardly holding a check. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> she
0: He paid her off.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued and I've got a doppelganger out there. There you go. We need to find everybody else's doppelganger before the end of the game. Gearboxsports.com, everybody. Hit it up.
0: Um, Yeah, so I mean, athletics last night was fun with the rain and everything. Uh, The times were definitely down. You know, you had a lot of, oh, this is like two seconds off their best time of the 200 meters, but they're still ecstatic about it. Uh, So uh, I've got my athlete who I followed from athletics yesterday that I'm like, okay, this is this is somebody to watch for Paris, but uh, uh, we're, we're getting a lot of qualifications for Paris and everything uh, that uh, we're, we're getting, I guess, further into this. Um, Basque Pelota, we're excited to see what happens with that. Um, Rossi, uh, all the sports you watched, did you have a favorite from this past week?
3: Favorite sport or athlete?
0: I have favorite event you watched?
3: Um. I mean, I, some of the standards that I, I usually really enjoy watching, like the volleyball was great, um, and the beach volleyball. Like, I really enjoyed those, but I normally enjoy those, so that wasn't too much of a surprise. I really like watching um, the fencing. Um, and I found it interesting that there were some, like, not even semifinal matches, but, like, fifth to eighth place, like, volleyball matches that I was, like, mm-hmm. the most invested in. It was very unique to yeah. find that, like, this random thing I was like oh my god I just want this team to win or or whatever like it was surprising and then sometimes that like I would be rooting for a certain team in like one sport and then the next sport like they're like playing that that another team and I'm like I'm rooting for the other team I'm not rooting for the team I was just rooting for (laughs) yeah Um, so I kind of flip flop everywhere
0: I uh I I did message you because in the middle of the uh, the beach volleyball finals, which Canada sadly didn't win the golden. We won the silver. Our flag bearers go home with the silver. They're still happy with that. Loses. Uh, I, <laughs> I, my kids are asking me, it's like, who's that, Daddy? And I'm like, well, that's Canada. And it's like, oh, and who's that? I'm like, that's Brazil. And then Casper turns to me, Daddy, what's your favorite flag? And I'm like, I've always been partial to the Canada flag. And I'm like, Casper, what's your favorite flag? He goes, America. <laughs> and I'm like, they're not even playing, Casper. <laughs> Good answer. So though. He, he, yeah, Rossi's, uh, Rossi's brainwashing of him is starting to finally starting to pay off. He's a fan of America, at least the American flag. We don't know about the athletes yet, um, but uh, uh, th- there was one that I caught, which was uh, it, it was just watching the highlights from the baseball because I don't, know, I, I tried to watch uh, the gold medal baseball, but it was like, oh wow, this is just. We're on the bottom of the third. I've been up for three hours already, but but, uh, they're they're showing the highlights of I don't know if it was the bronze medal, Cuba and Dominican Republic. Uh, And there was one point where it's, I wish I could found the clip. It was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Basically a Dominican runner going from second to third base, but it was like a back and forth. It looked like something you could have put like cartoon music playing over. As the the runner is going to third and then they throw to third and then he goes back and then the guys just start chasing him. They're like, I'm going to run halfway and try to like tag him. And it's like, no, I didn't catch him. So they throw it. It, it. it probably went on for like 15, 20 seconds of this guy just running back and forth. And it wasn't like sprinting. It was like, oh, oh, timidly going two steps in this direction, three steps in this direction. Uh, if I can find the clip, I'll share it. Um, commentary. There was also uh, only one thing that I wrote down for commentary, which I wish I'd written down what sport it was. I got the athlete's name here, uh, but the the commentator basically said it's Wright versus Lozano, veteran against the troublemaker, Canada versus America. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so is this all these things are connected? Is this just this Lozano guy who's the troublemaker, or is America in general the troublemaker, and Canada's are the veterans? I don't know. But I mean, other than that, I wish I'd found some of the Spanish commentary. I could have heard like something that's like uh, Brazilian Grande in the stands. What about
2: Juan? uh, What's his face? Who won the Juan uh, Perez? Juan Perez from Spain, who won the uh, the Basque pelota.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's quickly make this the Ben appreciation show because we know that that's what Ben's been waiting for. Uh, We found Ben's doppelganger, who's a fairly good-looking guy, apparently. Just on that.
2: We're still on Murray I'm on him. I'm on board the Samuel Murray (laughs) train. Like, I've seen shorter Wikipedia pages for, like, actors who have won Oscars. I mean, I love you, Samuel Murray. You're a good-looking rooster, but I think you've written your own Wikipedia page, mate. This is a Ben Waterworth (laughs) effect because, like, seriously, this is a way too long Wikipedia page for a racquetball player. Now, no disrespect, he is a multiple world championship medal-winning racquetball player. He's a gold medal Pan Am championship winner and a two-time Pan Am game silver medalist. But I'm sorry, this is way too long for a racquetball player, but I still appreciate you. Sorry, I know this is about me, but I just wanted to make it more about me. Sorry, Colin.
0: Yeah, well, you have some converts on the line because I think everybody has mentioned watching handball, enjoying handball, and back during the last Olympics, I don't, I don't remember what Jared's position was if he was just more indifferent, but I was kind of like mocking your love for handball. Like of all sports handball... I said last week that, like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to be turned around on handball here. Um, I, I think this is way better than what we got in the Olympics, or I just have had my eyes open to it because I'm one over on handball. I, I'm waiting for handball to come up every single day. Now, I'm, I'm looking right now at the the Pan Am Sports whatever website, and I'm like, okay, timestamp in my head. What time does handball start at? Got to be available. Um, Jared, uh, what was your opinion of handball? I don't even remember what your opinion of handball was back in Tokyo. Can you tell me a little bit about your love for it? Does this Ben have any part to play in winning over on handball? Is it all the sport?
1: Oh, it's all the sport. It's all um it's all <laughs> Cuba, if I'm being honest. Like, I think I was watching Cuba and, and Uruguay, and like Uruguay was up by like, I don't know, like 6-0 or something. I'm like, okay, this is a boring sport. They just keep scoring time after time and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden like, he becomes like a roaring back and they take the league and leave and they go on like an eight goal streak unanswered. And like, it was just so much fun to watch and fast paced and everything
0: was happening. Like it was ridiculous. I didn't know what was happening, but it was fun to watch. <laughs> See, I, I like water polo, uh, but I don't think I can go back and watch water polo. And if I do, it's only because there's water and they, Oh, that's the way all sports should be played is with water. Right. Uh, but it's so much more mobility in handball, which is essentially the same sport because it's the fake outs that I'm just waiting for. I just want to see what clever ways they're going to be like jumping seven feet in the air, arm raised. And then just like, Oh no, at the last minute, it's like, dink, just like toss it underneath the arm. That, that That's the fun part of watching handball. Um, Rossi, can you tell me a little bit about your handball experience this past week? Ben, I know has nothing to do with it as, as far as you're concerned.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, as a long-time listener, I'm very familiar Damn. with uh, the opinions of everyone <laughs> here. Um, but I, I, yeah, I was just really invested. I I, I really knew nothing about handball. I, I I originally thought it was just like a sport that, um, like, I thought it was just going to be for the women. I didn't expect there was a men's uh, bracket as well. Uh, so I was like, I was just really invested. Full opportunity. <laughs> um, Well, wait wait till we get men's uh, artistic gymnastics and then we can talk (laughs) Uh, or, you know, uh, but I was really invested. I thought that all the matches I watched were so close, like, um, like, and all these people are getting so passionate about it. Like I I read cards and every, it was just getting very intense. Um, And I was just so invested in all these matches. Like even like, like I said before, like random teams that I like wasn't even paying attention to, but like I was really invested in if they won, uh, and like uh, you were saying, like all the fake outs, like I'm, the, the ways they throw themselves toward the goal before they score, mm-hmm. like it's insane. That, like, and I did not expect to like come in like this, like in love with it. Like I didn't really know much about it, but I'm like, wow, one over instantly.
0: I go now, now Ben. Now it's time to we we've all taken a little bit of away from you. No, it had nothing to do with Ben, but now's your time to ignore what we said and take some credit here because uh, oh, you were a supporter from day one.
2: I'm distracted by Jared sending us the photo, by the way, of the uh, the medium sized, chubby Brazilian in our Facebook <laughs> chat. If you want, <laughs> although Jared, I don't see which one's the chubby one. They're all relatively skinny.
1: I just uh, all, all the Brazilians like the commentator went there yeah i could have said the Bra- the brazilian on the far left and everyone would have known who he's talking about he's like <laughs> there's this medium-sized chubby guy making gestures and the chileans aren't happy and yeah you look at the crowd and like mm, i'm like which like it's not it's probably that that applies to uh i would say half of the audience in, in the photo there like it's not a good descriptor
2: i i just really yeah, i can't app- tell which one's supposed to be yeah. yeah i mean but i really appreciate that you've taking the screenshot on the subtitle that literally just says that there is a medium-sized chubby that sounds a bit wrong there 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 there. he's got a medium-sized chubby he's loving watching the tennis (laughs) when guy comes up it pops over to the next frame
0: so i couldn't win (laughs) i was sure that they they weren't watching beach volleyball and he was talking about something else Uh, bass pelota the sexy sport of bass pelota Or Uh, i I oh, or or me, no, we I, can't leave us in anticipation. No, but I now gonna, you gotta uh, finish. I was
2: gonna segue back into handball with that, but you were continuing on about the chubby, so I feel like oh. there's a middle <laughs> ground well, here. Well, I,
0: no, I was segueing into something else because I've told this story at least off air to you, Ben. I might have told it on air. I don't know if it's been here, but uh, on Canada Day when I took Casper to the, the or Casper and the twins to like a, a little fat water park. What do you call those things? Splash pad like they have little water fountains basically it'd be great for field hockey he <laughs> yeah. just got sprayers going everywhere and there's a lot of people it's a hot day a lot of people are like sitting underneath all these trees on this this hill that kind of overlooks the splash pad and casper's like daddy i want to talk to the people hmm. i'm like no we're not going to go talk to the people right now and he's like pulling he's like no daddy daddy that man is large <laughs> and i'm like yes casper let's go daddy he's large i'm like yes Daddy, not medium, large. (laughs) Casper, let's go before this guy can hear us. Uh, So this is Casper's type of commentary here.
2: There we have a medium-sized chubby man sitting next to a large-sized chubby man. I think that's what Jared had for dinner tonight, wasn't it? It was a (laughs) uh, medium-sized chubby chubby (laughs) nugget meal. Um, Speaking of medium-sized chubby, yes, you're welcome to be converted to handball because this sport is epic. I, I watched it as a kid, like when... Sydney, you know, you know, they, if you stayed up late enough back before we had like, you know, the ability to go on a phone and choose whatever sport you wanted to watch, you know, between Channel 7 showing 800 replays of swimming all night, you stayed up to two o'clock <laughs> in the morning, you might catch another sport. And every now and then they would show handball. And we have a great interview coming up in the coming weeks with a guy called Tate Ramadami, who is now the head coach of the men's handball team, who represented Australia back in the Sydney 2000 Olympics. And in handball. And it's an epic interview. The stories he tells about everything related to it, it's so good. And Australia got handball crazy during the Sydney Olympics. So I was I was addicted. And every time an Olympics has been on, I always try and catch it whenever I can. Hence why when I got my tickets to Paris next year, the first sport alongside modern pentathlon that I was looking to get sport tickets <laughs> to was handball. And I have tickets to the men's and women's bronze medal games, which I'm still hoping I can go to next year. But I'm so glad that you're all converted. This sport is epic. I don't know about you, Jared, but, like, I played this as well in high school. We had, like, a, a one of the years in, like, health PE in, like, year eight, year nine. For, like, two weeks, we did what we called European handball because if you're an Australian, handball is a completely different sport in this country. But I don't know. Did you ever do that in high school at all, Jared? We didn't. I think that was probably
1: on the same week as like when we were playing Gaelic football and didn't know what Mm. we were doing. Like that was probably like
2: your your choice of a sport that you would play once and never play again. That's a good point, actually. That's a good point. But yeah, no, I remember playing it and it's like, through obviously we've had caleb we've had haven on uh we've talked about the sport type we'll talk a little bit more about it as well but it's 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 a fascinating sport there are video games of this sport it's so big in europe and this is oh i need the video game this is one of those arguments when people turn it around and go like oh well why is cricket in the olympics only like eight countries are good at it it's like well why is handball in the olympics like four countries are good at it it's fucking iceland france uh norway denmark we get it they're good at the handball so like i mean but regional sports like this where we're not part of it and you discover them are epic. So in, you know, five years time, there's going to be some Canadians watching cricket, some Americans watching cricket. They're going, oh, this sport is okay. Um, but like <laughs> there are the sports squash that people get excited for, but just on that quickly, Canada Haven Wong, uh, obviously a guest on this show, uh, Canada, unfortunately didn't win a game. Uh, Haven put a post out saying that uh, she had a blast, didn't exactly live up to their expectations. But uh, unfortunately for Canada, uh, no Olympic appearance in Paris next year.
0: Rossi, I'm going to guess it's the same with you. I, I never had handball in school. We had dodgeball. Uh, that's pretty much it. But no handball for you as well?
3: I don't think so. I feel like I might have remembered if if I was like, it would have like jogged a memory. But yeah, nothing's coming to mind.
0: Yeah. Um, well, well, let's talk about the other results we have done. As far as like interviews we've had on the show, I don't think that we have any more.
2: We're still competing. There, there, the there games, is but actually outside. Can, can I just jump in there quickly? There is so yeah. Max von Heister, the, our our fencing friend. Oh, um, I was looking for him. Yeah, so he is uh, yet to compete. He is in the team foil, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so they are yet to compete at the time of recording this. So he is still to compete. I think he's our only remaining athlete, uh, former guest on this show to compete. So good luck to Max. We will no doubt find out how he did next week.
0: And he's pitching for us to do commentary and fencing. So yeah. if he succeeds, it increases his profile. We have a better chance of doing commentary for Paris. Exactly. Um, so, uh, I guess, do we have any uh, specific athletes we want to call out over this week? I've got one for Come myself. Come on, Colin. There's
2: one. We haven't Vince. talked about him. Juan Perez. No. Gold medalist Basque Pelota from Come Spain. Come on, Colin. The drought is over. 24, oh, that's right. 24 years of waiting for our Serenamian guests right now, athletes, our, our fans, our listeners, <laughs> Rockies fans. They're all listening to this. Finally... For the first time since Winnipeg in 1999, <laughs> they're not going home empty-handed. The great Jair, Chon and Far took out the silver medal in the men's sprint in cycling. So congratulations to Jair, Chon and Fa. Say it all with me now. That's an easy name to pronounce. <laughs> and they've finally broken through for this silver medal. I mean, Jared, this is what we wanted, right? We wanted Suriname to come away with a medal. This is it. This was national holiday.
1: I was so excited. I mean, the Wikipedia page hasn't even updated yet. What's I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Suriname Wikipedia page. I don't know, people. Someone get to that. Like, who's the dedicated? I mean, maybe it would just have to be me. You I can think.
0: do it.
2: You could. <laughs> Get a, get they held the Murray. annual meeting. You missed it. <laughs> Samuel Murray's got some time. He likes updating Wikipedia pages. I just, I just wanted like, uh, I did my research on this Jerry because I was trying to find out who their last medalist was, and I'm sure you, if you were looking, it's pretty hard to find because you go back to Winnipeg 1999 when they won. They won a gold and a bronze, right? Now I couldn't tell you who the bronze medalist was, but the gold medalist back in Winnipeg for Suriname was a great Letitia. Now, I'm I'm probably butchering her name completely. She is a 800-meter runner, a middle-distance runner. She competed in 800, 1,500 meters. She got a gold in that event. She also got a silver in the 1,500 meters uh, Pan American Games in Havana and a bronze in the 800 meters at the 95 Mardell Plata. She's been around for a while. She competed back in the 88 Olympics, so she's been around for a while. Now, fun fact, Serena actually did win a gold four years later in 2003. At those Pan-American games. But at Santo Domingo, after winning consecutive gold medals in the 800 metres, sadly, Letitia had a gold medal stripped because she got caught with an illicit substance in her body. <laughs> what was that illicit substance, I hear you ask? Caffeine. She was stripped of her gold medal because she apparently had the equivalent of five gallons of coffee <laughs> in her system that got her medal stripped. Now, this is insane. Like five gallons of coffee. I struggle to drink five cups of coffee a day. Uh, it has tarnished the reputation of the great Letitia She She's also a world championship silver and bronze medalist, if you don't mind. Didn't really uh, do well at the Olympics. I think she holds the record for the fastest ever non-qualifying time at the Olympics. So congratulations, They only Letitia.
0: had decaf at the Olympics. Apparently, that was a
2: problem. But I mean, just let's take a moment to remember that they were robbed cruelly of a gold medal in 2003 because she had too much coffee that day. Um, but it's, it, it's done, it's broken. The Suriname drought is done. It's-
0: It has to be like that there is a maximum level you can consume. I I would assume at that amount that it's probably taken in pill form, my guess is. I I I don't know how many bathroom breaks you can take in 800 meters.
2: I I, I am am anti-doping. Don't take drugs. Although there has, I don't know if you guys saw the news during the week. There's a guy literally planning next year to counter the Olympics like the World Drug Games. It's got a specific name, but he's literally going to like, I'm going to hold an Olympics where basically you can take whatever fucking drugs you want. And we are going to see the times go down. So stay tuned for that coverage. But like, if you are caught with a substance in your body that like steroids, performance enhancing, like, you know, other drugs that clearly are giving you an advantage. Caffeine is like a high for a little bit. Then you hit a fucking cliff and you're down. Like when Michael well, Phelps admitted that, hey, like he got photographed holding a bong. Like. Fucking that yeah. guy's won more gold medals than I can even dream of right now. He should win an extra 10. Like, I mean, if <laughs> you're winning gold on dope, you are a legend. The, what's his face? Riskalani. I can never pronounce his name from Canada when he got his gold stripped in 98. Like, Ross Rebliati, yeah. Rebliati, thank you. Like, passive smoke. Again, you, you're getting high in your dorm with your mate, the Olympics, and you fucking go and win a gold medal. Extra gold medal, if you ask me.
0: Well, uh, I think we talked to Evan Dunfee about this briefly because I know, like, uh, if you if you run a marathon, like even the Manitoba Marathon, which is a Boston Marathon qualifier, they will give out like we're running gels on the course. It's basically like a very very thick syrup thing you drink out of a small packet, and these things have caffeine in it, so it is obviously allowed in the sport. And even Evan Dunfee was telling us like, oh yeah, these are the types of fuels that we have when we're at this mark and then this mark, and some of those are like like little caffeine drinks and and things like that but it has to be like at a certain level when it's 500 gallons or whatever it is <laughs> uh 6000 liters
2: <laughs> she but just but couldn't get uh, sleep that night before like she yeah, was dying. she was at the opening <laughs> ceremony
0: <laughs> it, it, she, yeah it's, it's the jet lag uh, <laughs> Suriname, juice said to domingo the jet lag she just <laughs> needed to keep no awake no one
2: actively like 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 seriously you think about like oh shit like i'm not very good at my sport i need to take drugs like Like, did she just go to every single dealer in like Santa Domingo that day and go, I'm out of steroids, I'm out of this, I'm out of that? Some (laughs) person's just gone, here, have 50 gallons of coffee. It's like, oh, like, if you're going to cheat, cheat well. Like, that's just, that's just dumb.
0: It's kind of remind me of the Simpsons episode where Homer's trying to buy fireworks. She's just going, it's like, yeah, you know, get some of that uh, crack cocaine there, um, a little bit of heroin, uh, they got some fentanyl there, uh, 50 gallons of coffee, and uh, maybe a little bit of that uh, marijuana while you're at it. (laughs) I I
2: want you to go ahead of next week's episode, if you can, go to the running track that held the athletics at the Winnipeg 1999 Pan Am Games. I want you to go there and I want you to put a tribute to <laughs> Letitia for the fact that she, oh, you know, that would be a great idea. She got the gold in Winnipeg. She got to keep that one. Um <laughs> Should be a two time gold medalist. But now that the drought is broken, the last time we got a medal at the Pan Ams from Suriname and it was because of Letitia at your, own, your home city. I mean, they got two back then. Yep. So there's still a couple of days to go Suriname.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make up a sign. I'll go there. Actually, Casper has his running club. He's just started, which is, a block away from where the running track was for the Pan Am games. Uh, his, his is indoor, but maybe I could take him to the outdoor. And he could he could run his – I'll get 50 gallons of coffee in Casper. Oh, does he know <laughs> and that? he can see if he can beat Letitia's. No, definitely not. <laughs> Actually, funny, at, at his running club, he doesn't really have a slow speed. He's the smallest kid in the class. I think the, not the smallest, but the, the youngest in the class. And his coach is basically – he doesn't really have, like, a slow jog pace, does he? And then one of the things they do is, like, when you're when you're running, like uh, – Okay, we're going to teach you different forms. So bring your knees as high up as you can to hit your hands. And the coach is doing it backwards just to demonstrate for everybody else. And Casper just standing next to her doing it backwards. She goes, are you sure you want to do that, Casper? It's not easy backwards. You could fall. And I'm like, well, he is going slower. She goes, that's a good point. Casper, keep going backwards. (laughs) So now he's going to have to do everything backwards. I'll get him doing 50 gallons of coffee backwards on that track and we'll see if he beats Latisha's final results. Um, uh, the only other athlete I was going to potentially put up was probably the only uh Olympian we actually seem to have in uh the sprinting, which is uh, what's her name, Mer- 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 Uh, Mer- what's Mariletti something or other? Um, uh, <laughs> she's a D- Dominican runner, Polite Polino. She won uh, for the first ever Dominican. Uh, individual medal for a woman in the last Olympics in the 400 meter. And she decided to forego the 400 meter, which she's the reigning world champion in and run in the 200 meter. And she did it with ease. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Suriname as well. Rossi, you don't have any uh, objection about Suriname? Yes. Hi, Casper. You like Suriname as well. Uh, ro- I, mean, <laughs> I do love peanut like butter I oatmeal cookies. Been... <laughs> Feel free to, uh, to chime uh, in if us? you have any other ones. If you have any other results, as I deal with Casper here, any other uh, individual athletes you want to put up there to compete with Suriname?
3: I mean, it feels like I'm going to be outnumbered no matter what I say. Um, but well, I will share. Like... Win
0: a silver.
2: Get a chair ready. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll share my uh, new favorite athlete so far of the games. Uh, he only won silver but I love him. It, it's Tomas Barrios Vera from Chile. Gerald uh, liked this. He's a tennis player. I'm just obsessed with him. I think he's great. Um, he didn't break any records or anything. I just think he's cool, and I like him. So,
0: um, hey, Give me the yeah, full name again. What Thomas Barrio. with it, Barrios Vera.
2: Come on, Colin. Listen to the boy.
0: Uh, Chilean tennis player. I'm getting a Marcello, silver medalist if you don't mind. Uh, and look at this—he's the doppelganger of Jared Lubick. Um, <laughs> no, I don't even know who he is. I can't find pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the only other thing I want to talk about is that the the lack of uh, major stars that we're getting, particularly in athletics. Other sports seem fine, but like I said, there, there was literally only one where I'm like, oh, they're an Olympic medalist. Uh, I think it's on the Pan Am Games website, the Santiago 2023 website. They have like the banner and then there's posters all over Santiago of like, here's a handful of athletes. And Elaine Thompson is one of the ones that they have promoted as being at this event. She's not there. Nobody's there. Uh, we don't have Andre de Grasse there. We don't have Aaron Brown or any of the guys we interviewed. Uh, it's nobody. So I don't know if we're going to be getting a lot of uh, Pan Ams to it's not going to be like Andre de Grasse in 2015 Pan Am Games. And then all of a sudden the next Olympics, oh, he's the next big thing. Uh, or maybe we will. Who knows? Uh, maybe maybe the, the closest we'll get is Thomas, uh, Barrio, whatever, <laughs> will be a uh, gold medalist when we come to uh, Paris. But, uh, yeah, some may just
2: Far is going to win a medal at the Olympics for Suriname <laughs> next year, Colin Hill. Well, guaranteed. I'm just wondering what Elaine
0: Thompson's... I even tried to look up last night. I was like, What is Elaine Thompson doing? Sorry, Elaine Thompson, hurrah. Uh, what is she doing where she couldn't make the appearance at the Pan Am Games when she is basically the number one athlete they promoted as being there?
2: Sleeping? I mean... she's. What did you ask
0: I mean, it's recovering from her 50 gallons of coffee the most random just random question you've ever Dime asked it. What is this
2: person doing right now instead of being? Well, oh, my the browser
0: games? froze. I was hoping somebody would Google Colin to see what Elaine Thompson was doing.
2: Um, <laughs> she, I mean, she might have an Instagram. We don't really care. Let's, let's find out, shall we? <laughs> Elaine Thompson, hurrah. What are you up to as of the last 24 hours at the time of recording this? At Fast Elaine, by the way, if you wish to follow her on uh, Instagram, uh, she posted. A week ago, she's walking down some stairs. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. She didn't make it to the bottom yet. Got a bag. She's got a, like a yoga mat, and she's gonna walk out the door. And a caption says, "We spent so much time judging what other people created that we created very little of our own." Chuck Palanca. It's a quote. She's getting in a car. Maybe she's driving to Santiago. I, she's just- yeah.
0: Hasn't quite made it from Jamaica, Chile yet. But for somebody I mean,
2: whose username is Lane, she's certainly taken her time to drive out of the damn garage. <laughs> Hurry up, Elaine. We've got an episode to finish here. Now she's just jogging around the streets. Lazy. There
0: you go. This, this will be uh, our next assignment for next week. Find Bass Pallotta online anywhere and somebody locate can, Elaine Thompson. Hurrah.
2: Look, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm obsessed not only with Samuel Murray, but I'm obsessed with Suriname here. Um, Can we have a quick <laughs> trivia question for everybody in the room? How many Olympic medals have Suriname won in the history of the Olympics? Oh, I'm going to guess three? You random would number? be incorrect. Anyone else? No? Five, five, five. Zero. Five, zero, five, zero, five. You're all wrong. Two. <laughs> but what have I told you? It's by one athlete over two Olympics. The great Surinamian. Is that the correct plural for a bunch of Surinamian? I don't know. Uh, Anthony Nesty, the swimmer. <laughs> took gold in Seoul in 1988 in the men's 100-meter butterfly and took a bronze at the same event in Barcelona. Now, again, I don't know much about Suriname, but I could not have thought that they would be a swimming nation. So um, that is epic. And I think he's our new favorite to get on this show. Oh, I, I mean the,
0: the pools in Seoul Were notoriously filled With 50 gallons of coffee That's how he actually he Won the beat medal
2: Matt Biondi The great Matt Biondi In swimming He beat him In an Olympic record In the And a Brit He beat a Brit as well They used to be able To swim back in the day But like <laughs> Think about that Matt Biondi's a legend How do you go ahead And say oh, I got beaten by a Serenamian 11 time I Olympic want... medalist Matt Biondi Was beaten By Anthony Nesty Of Serenam You suck Matt Biondi I'm sorry. We
0: have three athletes now on our bucket list. We got Matt Biondi. No, is not Matt. Is it Matt Biondi we won, or is it the other guy? Ah, oh,
2: fuck, Matt Biondi. Matt. 11,
0: got 11 medals. Yeah. What do
2: you fucking do? You got beat by a Serenamian. <laughs> Australia finished wheels. fourth in that event. John Sleeman, fourth. Canadian, Tom Ponting, seventh. That's how crap they were in that event. I'm not saying <laughs> Anthony Nessie's shit. He's great. But, like, I mean, I don't like Serenamian swimmers. I mean, I, I'm on board all of a sudden.
0: Well, we need him. We need Latisha, and then we need Samuel Murray, and yeah. then we've got <laughs> we've got our set. We got our gold medal and bronze, uh, uh, gold medal and bronze, gold silver and bronze, all medals. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's almost time for Rossi to start work. We should wrap this up. Uh, we're looking for Elaine Thompson. It's getting distracting. Uh, Ro- you have something to fill in? Probably something that you asked me to remind you of, and I forgot.
2: I'll, I'll add that in a minute. But I just wanted an update on Paraguay because I think that's important. <laughs> because um, Canada's medal tally. Results. Yeah, we, we should cover that. Uh, I think you've matched your gold medals over from four years ago, so you've still got a couple of days to to eclipse that, so congratulations. But, yeah, Jared's reaction, I think, summed that up because, um, you know, I, I, I said Paraguay would get two gold, two bronze for a total of four. Jared had one gold uh, – sorry, zero gold, four silver, zero bronze, total of four. Colin, you went one gold, two silver, three one, two, bronze, three. six. Rocky went zero, two, one, three. They've won six medals. They're all fucking bronze. <laughs> um, I couldn't tell we're you what they it, are either. Wikipedia or the website hasn't updated it, so clearly we haven't done our research. <laughs> Jared, you 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 were right to choose one color of the medal. You just went the wrong one.
1: Yeah, upset. I mean, and I'm upset too that they're losing uh, this Wikipedia table. They're losing to uh, Lua Error er- er in Module
2: Country underscore alias uh, who are currently coming 13th. Not just me that that issue is popping up. I'm glad um every page I go to, but um yeah, come on Paraguay, Suriname are doing better sort of.
0: So I I don't know whether Wikipedia is up to date here. I mean US still in the lead, 84 gold, 49 silver, 58 bronze. This may stop not it, been updated America, as of yesterday. Stop it. Brazil in second. Uh Cuba's way behind and boxing is over. Um I don't I don't know what they're going to do. Uh but uh Brazil 40 53 43. Canada in third. So uh, as far as just, just go through golds, cause I'd get confused if I try to do everything, but for golds, Ben, you still got room
2: for six more. I do actually. You've got room Jared, for three you more. got
0: room for five. I got three Rossi. Canada more. can win one more gold. You got one more. Can you pick your event? Is it going to be Basque Pelota for their one more gold?
2: They're not in it. Colin, remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs>
0: synchronized trampoline. Uh, you can give it a good shot. Give, give give your event. Pick your ideal event that Canada's winning gold in for your last goal. I don't even know. And then you win.
2: Still 7, in surely. Um, artistic roller skating.
0: Uh,
3: sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with what Ben said. I don't even know if it's true.
2: Let's say handball. Uh, <laughs> and but, and um, U.S. do better. You're, you're 16 behind your, your century target. You haven't not reached 100 since 2011. So chop, chop. You've got 16 more gold to win, America.
0: Oh, we got three or four days left to go. That's about four per day. I think that's doable. They're they're on track. Um, and Chile, they're currently in seventh. Eight gold, 19 silver, 16 bronze. I don't even know what they had last time. but uh, um,
2: Mexico are doing be well as well. Can we give props to Mexico? Yeah. They're, they're They're thrashing Cuba and Colombia in fifth.
0: And what happened, Cuba? Like Cuba, the second all-time medal winner... And most of the events they've won medals in are done and over. So Cuba, you got to pick up your game. Suriname stealing the spotlight.
2: Chile, uh, um, actually they've got a they got 13 gold back in Lima, so they're actually uh, dropping down a little bit there. Chile, your home oh. home home Olympics, home uh, Panams, home alone, home alone. <laughs> uh, whereas Mexico, because me- Mexico, it always surprises me when I look at these tables. That Mexico, I would assume would be you know up there as one of the the better countries, but um. Yeah, they're they're, they're doing very well, these games. So they're actually only two goal behind their performance from uh, Lima a couple of years ago. So uh, well done, Mexico. Good job.
0: Well done, everybody, except for America, because you're falling behind. (laughs) And Rossi, we're holding you personally responsible for that.
3: I mean, I'll take it. I, I, I blamed you for, the, for knocking out the cyclists. So.
0: <laughs> we all have to accept blame for something. Ben, you accept blame for Samuel Murray not winning.
2: I accept blame for a lot of things. I don't accept blame, though, for Rachel Gunn qualifying for the Olympics. Yeah. Can we just point this out really quickly before we leave? The uh, I mentioned last week we had the uh, Oceanic Breaking Championships here in Australia, the qualifying spots for the Olympics and two Australians have qualified for the Olympics, including off the podiums, Rachel Gunn, Ray Gunn. She's through to the Olympics. She's made it through. So excited for Rachel. So congratulations to her. And then Jeff Dunn, a.k.a. Jay Attack, also qualified there. Kid Tech, who was on this show, by the way, can still qualify. He's got to go through a re-charge regional tournaments to still possibly make it through. But uh, congratulations to to Rachel. And we're going to be getting her on the show again in early in the new year to uh, talk to her now that she's officially an Olympian.
0: That's a guarantee you've already she, reached she, out.
2: She's uh, I have, I spoke to her during the week and she said she would love to come on the show. So uh, that's as Wonderful. of now, well, plenty of time to change. She might listen to this episode and really be offended by the bus. Polo to hate.
0: Now I'll, I'll work on getting us Letitia after I put her, her sign up on the track.
2: Oh,
0: uh, we'll we... offer her some coffee. I don't th- we, We'll probably lose the interview if we offer her some coffee, I'm, but I'm <laughs> going for
2: Anthony Nesty, my Serenamian legend. <laughs> it's
0: gotta be Anthony. Uh, all right, so we got maybe one more left in us. So there's a couple days left of competition and then the closing ceremonies. Uh, and I don't know if anything's been announced for the closing I, every time we do it is something with maybe it's the, the panamsports.org where my browser keeps crashing by the end of the time we record any of these episodes. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to look up to see if there's anybody who's actually performing at the closing ceremonies for the Pan Am games. Are they getting any of the big names out there? You, you've got it, Ben. You've got it. You've got I think
2: they're getting Anthony Nesty because I just found him on Instagram. He's the head coach of the Florida Gators swimming team. I mean, this guy's gone on to bigger and better things. So, Rocky, you're sort of, I mean, you're closer to Florida than all three of us. So, I mean, you know, get, get him on board. He was coach of the year last year. Get Wow. On. I mean, this guy can win gold. He can beat Americans. He's coaching the Gators. I mean, get on board him. You can join the team, Rossi. Uh, yeah, I'll
3: I'll fly down and get uh, get get word from him immediately. <laughs> On your lunch break, right? You're about to start work. <laughs> yeah, I'll go right, right. now. I I'm, I'm driving there now.
0: Just hand in your 2 weeks notice, not even 2 weeks notice, hand in your 2 minutes notice, say I'm going down, I'm going down to become a star in Florida under the greatest coach in the world and then maybe he'll take me as his plus 1 to the closing ceremonies. Um but uh thank you for joining us Rossi and um fully supporting handball and not holding it against us too much that we took out your cyclists.
3: Um, still a little butthurt about that, but uh, <laughs> I'll get over it. Um, and yes, I'll, thank you.
0: And Jared, uh, the man who supported Suriname from the beginning and the man who supported lots of coffee from the beginning, thank you as well for joining us.
1: No worries. i excited to see uh, Suriname in the closing ceremony. And all the national holidays that are surely coming after this momentous result.
0: And uh, for the first time, I would like to thank Samuel Murray for being on the podcast and replacing that idiot who used to sit with us. So, thank you, Samuel, for being here. Ooh, <laughs> and being hey. he such
2: a beautiful man. Oh, hey, thank you. I am a beautiful man. I'm just going to go write some more on my Wikipedia page.
0: And uh, remember, as always, to uh, uh, do something with a mountain and... <laughs> A shout out to Jason Momoa and Birmingham Bulls and feel the bird that doesn't climb stairs and remember to go left.